Welcome back to another episode of Jake's Takes. My name is Jake, and thanks for tuning in to this week's uh, podcast. I'd like to thank all of the listeners and people who uh, take their time out of the day to uh, listen to Jake's Takes. So thank you for all the support. So on this week's podcast, we are going to be focusing primarily on college basketball. Um, This week's podcast is not really going to have anything involving the NBA Seeing as it is March Madness time. So, yesterday was the March Madness selection show where we saw all of the teams uh, that ended up making it uh, into the field of 68. And then we also had the NIT brackets, uh, which were selected yesterday as well from all of the other teams that didn't make the tournament. And for those of you that don't really know about college basketball, March Madness. The big tournament is the March Madness tournament, and then the NIT is basically for all of the teams who were good enough, but not good enough to make the March Madness tournament. So, in the podcast, we are going to be talking about starting off with the winners and losers of March Madness, bracketology, seeding, etc. And then we are going to be looking at my bracket. So usually I do three brackets every year two or three brackets every year. One bracket is usually um, an upset bracket where I try to pick a lot of upsets. My second bracket is usually um, just the basic you know, bracket where I pick the uh, logical choices, mathematics, and the winners. And this is usually the bracket I spend the most time on because I want to get it right. And then I have a third bracket, which I don't do often. If my team makes the tournament, which they didn't this year, I will do a bracket for them. Providence is in the NIT, so um, I have no reason to do that bracket this year. So we're just going to be doing one, and we're going to be throwing in all of our upsets and everything into one bracket based on just videos that I've seen, just math, just basic college basketball um, numbers. So I will be revealing that after I go over my winners and losers. So my biggest winners, um, I have North Carolina, who was a number one seed. The The judging group decided that North Carolina was the choice at uh, number one, going along with Virginia, Duke, and Gonzaga. So um, I think Duke and Gonzaga are the clear favorites there. But North Carolina played pretty good. They lost to Duke by one point in the ACC tournament, and... Um, you know, North Carolina definitely has what it takes to make it far in um, this tournament. So I think, you know, they're a winner because I didn't have them at number one. I would have had them at number two. So Tennessee is also a winner because I thought Tennessee was going to be a three seed. They've been, you know, slipping a few games as of late. Um, they didn't win their conference tournament. And so I picked um, them as a winner because I thought they were a number three but um, they were a number two by the committee's choice. Then we have um, the Big Ten, who was a winner, and we have the ACC, who was a winner. And so the ACC has uh, five, six, seven teams that made the tournament, which is a very big number for them, and they usually produce around that six, seven number. And then you have um, eight for um, the Big Ten, which is, um, you know, the most in all of the tournament. 
um, for a conference. And um, a lot of great teams coming out of there. Um, Ohio State, Michigan, Purdue, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Maryland, etc. So um, I thought the ACC and the Big Ten overperformed there. And I thought that was a big victory for them because of um, who is in the tournament. And so, um, uh, you know, that's what I I figured there. So um, I gave them a win for that one. Then um, I have a victory for St. John's. And um, I also have a victory for Arizona State University, who were the two teams that made it into the tournament this year um, from uh, the... um, from that tournament, uh, and they were the last two in, and uh, St. John's Big East, Arizona State University, Pac-10, uh, they are just, um, or Pac-12, sorry, and they are just very, very good, um, and so uh, they got in at the end. So, then I have my losers. Um, Kentucky is a loser for me. Because I thought they could have been a number one seed, and they ended up getting a number two seed. So, um, you know, I don't really have any sort of issues with that. Um, But I do think they could have and probably should have got a number one seed, and um, they did not. So um, I put them in the loss category. Texas Tech, same thing. I thought they could have been a number two seed, but Texas Tech ended up rocking it the three seed so nothing wrong with that you know they definitely um deserved to get in and then um you have um another loser who is the pac-10 pac-10 only had three teams in the tournament washington arizona state and oregon by way of tournament victory obviously if washington or arizona state won the pac-12 conference tournament championship then Oregon wouldn't have made it in. So, you know, Arizona had a rough year. USC had a rough year. UCLA had a rough year. Colorado had a rough year. All of those teams made the tournament last year and were all very good um, in previous years. And this year, Pac-12 didn't um, didn't do as well as um, they had hoped. And then we have another loser who is the Big East. And the Big East uh, is a loser because of the fact that They only had four teams in the tournament, and it was very close to being St. John's getting knocked out. Um, If the committee had, you know, flipped the switch one way, we could have seen, um, you know, UNC Greensboro or Indiana get in, and St. John's would be left in the dust. So if you're looking at the NIT and you're looking at the tournament, um, March Madness, then they do have a lot of teams in both. But um, I thought, you know, They've had a lot more teams in previous years, and they're one of the better basketball conferences. And so having only four teams is a loss. Now, moving on to the um, losers, UNC Greensboro, Indiana, TCU, Alabama, who were the first four out. UNC Greensboro was the one team that didn't get in at all. And you have teams like St. Louis and Oregon who had not that great seasons, but won their conference, and because of that, got an automatic bid. So those two teams, at least, if you're UNC Greensboro, you have them to thank for not um, joining the party 
in March Madness. So those teams are um, losers, specifically UNC Greensboro, because a lot of people thought they could have gotten in, and they did not. Um, NC State was another team that people thought, oh, 22-11 record, they could get in. You know, they're from a pretty big conference, but no, uh, they didn't get in. So um, there is the uh, winners and losers of the tournament for me. Um, and now we're going to move on to my picks. So, as I said before, my picks are based on probability, based on the numbers, based on past um, tournament experiences, past um, victories for different schools, and for, you know, um, upsets that I felt were going to happen, and how teams were playing going into the tournament, and etc., etc. So, starting off in the East... We're going to go east, west, south, midwest, and we're going to do the round of 64, then the round of 32, then the Sweet 16, then the Elite 8, Final Four, and the Championship. So starting out, Duke versus North Dakota State and uh, North Carolina Central. So um, North Dakota State's going to win that game, and Duke's going to win um, overall. Um, and so Duke has the best basketball team in college basketball going into the tournament period end of story I think they are top shelf top notch solid all around best perfect so I gave Duke the victory in that one then we have VCU UCF um VCU didn't end up making it um in the tournament uh a10 tournament they ended up losing uh in that one and so they were the overall favorites. Um, they ended up losing to Rhode Island, who was the eighth seed in the Atlantic 10 tournament. They were the number one. And so um, I think I got to give this to, U to UCF. You know, Takeo Fall is their star guy. He's been playing some great basketball. Someone that really, you know, is exhibiting skills needed to play tournament basketball. So UCF is getting the victory there. Then we have uh, Liberty, who is the 12 seed, and then we have them against uh, Mississippi uh, State. And so um, this is my first upset. And what you will realize is I picked more 12 seeds to defeat five seeds in the tournament this year. And I feel like Liberty was first in the Atlantic Sun. They are, you know, a very good team. A lot of analysts have been picking them as one of the teams to, you know, upset um, other, uh, you know, upset the five seed in this matchup. And they definitely look like real deal. Um, and I think, you know, it makes a lot of sense for them. And I'm picking them as my first upset and that first victory there. Next, we have Virginia Tech-St. Louis. Um, I think most people are going to pick Virginia Tech based on the fact that St. Louis just got in based on winning the A-10 tournament. Uh, and I think Virginia, Virginia Tech is the better of the teams. So um, they are getting the victory there. Then we have the Belmont-Temple game, which I think Belmont's going to win that. And then they have to play Maryland, who is the sixth seed. And I think Maryland's going to win that. You know, they're in... The Big Ten, one of those power conferences, they've had a lot of experience against great teams. Belmont really doesn't have as much experience in that category. And so I think just having experience 
for Maryland against bigger teams, Michigan State, Michigan, etc., I think is going to help them. So Maryland's my option and my choice. Then we have LSU taking on Yale, and, you know, it's either, at least in recent years, it's been Yale or Harvard from the Ivy League that's made it into the tournament every single year. And um, those are the two Ivy League schools that are good enough every year, it seems like, to make the tournament. But they are going to lose um, to LSU. So LSU, who is the three seed, is going to defeat Yale. And, you know, they're deserving of being a three seed. They've had a solid year. And so um, I think uh, they're just the right choice at that um, position. So LSU was first in the Southeastern Conference that they're in, uh, the SEC. So, yeah, that's uh, the choice for me. Then we have the Louisville-Minnesota battle, which is going to be one of the battles that everybody is talking about, not because of the 7-10 matchup or because of the schools, but because Minnesota is coached by Rick Pitino's son, and Rick Pitino was longtime Louisville coach who was um, let go after uh, last season. And so it is basically his son getting revenge on his his father's old program. So I picked Minnesota for this one. I think there's going to be a lot of vengeance coming. I think, you know, Chris Mack's a great coach for Louisville, but I think Minnesota's got this. Um, and so I think they're going to be the ones to get the victory here. Then we have the 2 versus 15 seed, um, which is Michigan State taking on Bradley. And I think Michigan State's going to win this game. Um, I have a friend who is a fan of Michigan and Michigan State for some reason. And he likes Michigan State basketball. So um, I'm picking um, Michigan State because they're the two seed, but also because, you know, he likes them. So I figured, why not? But um, down the line, they're going to lose a few games, and I'll get to that. Now we're moving on to the Western uh, portion. So we have Gonzaga taking on Fairleigh Dickinson University or uh, Prairie View. Uh, I think Fairleigh Dickinson's going to win that matchup. Then they're going to play Gonzaga, who is going to win. Gonzaga is the number one, number one uh, going into the tournament. They were the um, AP poll top choice. Um, Gonzaga is the real deal. Gonzaga every single year. Um, is just so good um, in the tournament, which is surprising to me because their conference really doesn't have a lot of great teams in it. A lot of the teams in their conference are not power conference, powerhouse teams. And so a lot of people, if they were judging Gonzaga, would say that's not a good thing because it's strength of schedule, etc. But Gonzaga is number one, and they're doing good. Then we have uh, Syracuse taking on Baylor. Now, um, this was uh, a tough one for me because I originally had Baylor as my choice, but I chose Syracuse uh, for one reason. Um, I, I was watching a video, and it said that the 8-9 matchups are roughly around a 50-50 split on who wins each game. So I already chose um, two 9-seeds, um, UCF, and then I will talk about Washington later on. I chose one eight seed, which was Ole Miss, which I'll talk about 
later on. And then there was the final 8-9 matchup, which was Syracuse and Baylor, which I chose Syracuse because going with the math, it would give you two 8-seeds and two 9-seeds. So keeping the 50-50 split. So I chose Syracuse based on that and the mathematics of it all. Because I felt like the other the other three made more sense to pick those, and this was the last choice. Then we have um, Marquette versus Murray State. Now, um, Marquette versus Murray State is the only uh, matchup 5-12 that I chose. The five-seed Marquette. Marcus, Marcus Howard is a top choice in basketball. I don't think he's going to be a top 10 pick, but he is a guy who can get drafted. You know, he's playing very good basketball for Marquette, and their roster is just overall very talented. And so, um, obviously, Villanova won the Big East tournament, but I think Marquette's up there. They have been ranked um, for a while now, pretty much the whole year. So, I am uh, picking them over Murray State. Then we have Florida State versus Vermont, which I picked Florida State because they are the clear choice here. Um, and they're from a power ACC conference, so they have the experience against those teams. Now, we have the number six seed, Buffalo, who is uh, playing against the Arizona State St. John's uh, winner. Um, I'm going to choose St. John's uh, is going to come out of that because I'm a Big East guy, and so I want to see the Big East do well. But... Um, I think uh, either way, Buffalo is going to win, so it doesn't really, um, I guess, matter right there. Uh, Buffalo has one of the best schedules. They are overall 31 and three, and they only have uh, they have no losses at home. They're 14 and 0 in Buffalo, so um, and also 5 and 0 in neutral sites. So Buffalo, you know, is one of those teams that. I think is going to win this game, and honestly, they could be a shocker. Um, so we're going to give you Buffalo in that one. Then we have Texas Tech, Northern Kentucky, which I picked Texas Tech because top 10 in the uh, AP polls, and they are well-deserving of um, that title. Then we have the 7-10, which uh, a lot of people are saying maybe Florida they had a, a SEC run in the tournament, SEC tournament, but you know Nevada. They got those twins, um, Martin twins, and last year they were a surprise to everyone. And this year, I think they are um, going to be a force to be reckoned with in the tournament. Then we have the number two fifteen matchup: Michigan Montana. Montana has been putting on a nice little run as of recently, but I think Michigan is going to get that dub. Um, and I think they're going to uh, advance far into this tournament. Moving over to the South region, we have Virginia, uh, and they're going to win this matchup against the number six seed, 16 seed. Um, yes, last year they lost as a number one seed to a 16 seed, but this is not UMBC, and you can't do it. They're not going to do it twice, and there's only been one number one seed to lose, so um, I think Virginia is going to get it this year. Next is Ole Miss, Oklahoma. I picked Ole Miss. Um, 
because I think they are better than Oklahoma, and there's no Trey Young on Oklahoma this year, so Ole Miss gets that one. Then we have Wisconsin, who is injured and beaten up a little bit, and uh, they're taking on Oregon, who is the 12 seed. Oregon has the momentum going into the tournament. They did win the Pac-12 championship, and so um, I'm picking Oregon in this matchup. And this is going to be the only matchup where I have two lower seeds getting victories. Um, We have Kansas State and UC Irvine. I think UC Irvine is going to upset big time uh, Kansas State. So in this matchup, we have the 12 and the 13 seeds moving on. So, you know, there we go on that one. Next, we have Villanova and St. Mary's. A lot of people were picking St. Mary's as an upset, but I chose Villanova. Big East, they won the tournament. They have Jay Wright. They have Phil Booth. They have Eric Pascal. They have leadership. And despite losing four guys to the NBA draft, they have a solid lineup and the experience winning um, the tournament. Purdue taking on Old Dominion. A lot of people said Old Dominion might be a team that's going to upset Purdue, but um, no, I picked Purdue. It's a safe bet, and they're always a good team in the tournament. Then we have the Cincinnati 7-Iowa 10 matchup. Um, I think I'm going with Iowa in this one just because I think they have, you know, the experience playing against teams like Michigan, Michigan State. You know, the Big Ten is um, a good conference, eight teams in the tournament, so they got that experience against tournament teams. And so um, Cincinnati is um, getting the loss there. Then we have Tennessee Colgate, um, and um, Tennessee is going to get the victory there, um, number two seed or a two seed, so um, they're going to get that dub. Then we have uh, the Midwest, North Carolina, Iona. Uh, I'm sorry, Iona, but North Carolina is going to get that victory. Number one seeds just never lose except once. Uh, then we have the 8-9 matchup, Washington and Utah State. Washington was the um, best team in the Pac-12. Uh, they didn't end up winning the Pac-12 tournament, but they are the best option there. They are number 9 seed and are going to defeat Utah State. Then we have the 5-12 matchup, New Mexico-Auburn. And I am picking New Mexico because um, the 5-12 matchup, there's always teams that you know, somehow make it and win if you're a 12 seed. So I got to pick New Mexico. And I don't really know a ton about Auburn because I don't really watch, I haven't watched really any of their games. So I figured why not New Mexico. Then we have Kansas versus Northeastern. And, you know, I'm surprised Northeastern made the tournament because honestly, you know, they're a good academic school, but they're just not known for their basketball. And so congratulations to them. But I think Kansas is going to get this. Bill Self is a great coach who has the experience, and he's brought teams to the Final Four. So he's getting my uh, victory there. Then we have Ohio State taking on Iowa State. Iowa State, which is the sixth seed, they're going to get the victory there. Again, I just chose the higher seed in that one because I really don't know much about either. So there you go. Then we have um, Houston, and Houston is um, one of those teams that's going to go very, very far in the tournament, in my opinion, and they are in the 
American Athletic Conference first place. They are just very, very good. They are number three seed, and um, they are playing against, you know, Georgia Southern, I believe. And so um, their record is 31-3. and They are 19-1 and at home, 10-1 and on, on the road. They are 2-1 and at neutral locations. And so, um, yeah, they're, uh, they're looking pretty good. So, you know, I think they're an underrated choice. So I picked Houston. Then we have the Walford-Seton Hall game. A lot of people are saying Walford's that, you know, seven seed that could make it far in the tournament. But to be honest with you, I think I got to go with Seton Hall. I got to go with the Big East. You know, they showed some, some pretty great basketball against Villanova. Almost won against uh, them in the tournament, but they didn't, you know, the Big East tournament. So Seton Hall, they're close, but no cigar. But I think they're going to get the victory here. And then we have um, Abel Christian, and we have the number two seed, Kentucky. Now, I'm going to say this right off the start. Every single year, I usually pick Kentucky to lose against whoever they're playing against in the round of 32 or the Sweet 16. I'm going to pick Kentucky to to win the game against Abel Christian. And um, I don't like Kentucky at all. And they're one of my least favorite um, teams. I do not like John Calipari. And that's just straight facts. So um, I did pick them to win because I would be stupid not to. But, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. So moving on to the round of 32, we have uh, Duke. UCF, I picked Duke. Duke is very good. Virginia Tech, Liberty, I picked Virginia Tech. Maryland, LSU, I picked Maryland. Because while LSU is a great team, I think Maryland's got the edge, in my opinion. And I think they're going to be good. We have Minnesota, Michigan. uh, Michigan State. uh, Michigan State's going to win that one. Tom Izzo, Spartans, they're always good. Then we have Gonzaga, uh, Gonzaga, Syracuse. I have Gonzaga. Um, uh, Marquette, Florida State. We have uh, Florida State. I think Marquette, besides um, Marcus uh, Howard, is, um, you know, they're not um, going to get that victory. Then we have Buffalo versus Texas Tech. Now, there was a small part of me that wanted to pick Texas Tech to lose, but I chose them to win. And then we have Nevada, Michigan. I have Michigan winning that, the number two seed. Over here, we have Virginia versus um, Ole Miss. Virginia is going to get the victory. We have the 12-13 matchup, Oregon, UC Irvine. I have Oregon. Villanova, Purdue. I have Villanova because don't bet against Jay Wright. Tennessee versus Iowa. I have Tennessee. North Carolina, Washington. I have North Carolina. Kansas, New Mexico uh, State. I have um, Kansas, Iowa State, Houston. I have Houston, Seton Hall, Kentucky. I have Seton Hall winning that one. As I said before, I do not like uh, Kentucky at all. And so this is going to be an upset right there. Seton Hall has got a good team, good coach. Get that victory. So moving on to the Sweet 16, which is Duke, Virginia Tech uh, in the East, and then Maryland and Michigan in the uh, East. So I have Duke winning against Virginia Tech, and I have Michigan State winning against um, Maryland. 
moving on to Gonzaga, Florida State, I have Gonzaga in the West, and I have Texas Tech in Michigan. Michigan in the West, going to the Elite Eight. Virginia versus um, Oregon, I have Virginia. Villanova, Tennessee, I have Tennessee. Uh, North Carolina, Kansas, I have North Carolina. And then Houston, Seton Hall, I have Houston. And um, going and moving on uh, to the Elite Eight. In the East, we have Duke, Michigan. I have uh, Michigan State. I have Duke getting the victory, moving on to the Final Four. Gonzaga, Michigan, I have Gonzaga getting the victory there. Virginia, Tennessee, I have Tennessee getting the victory there. And then North Carolina, Houston, I have Houston getting the victory there. Houston's real deal for me. So we have the Final Four, which is Duke, Gonzaga, Tennessee, and Houston. Two number one seeds. Um, there is usually at least one number one seed in the Final Four almost every year. Um, there's um, a lot of times two or even three teams. And so I decided um, let's rock with Duke and Gonzaga as the one seeds, Tennessee, and the upset choice, Houston. So I have Houston beating Tennessee, and I have Duke beating Gonzaga in a very close game. And so the championship game is Duke versus Houston. I have Duke as my winner. Uh, you know, Coach K is very good at getting freshmen who are excelsior at basketball. You know, Duke has R.J. Barrett. They have Cam Reddish. They have Zion Williamson, who are going to be top five, top ten draft picks. Zion's the number one pick, and you can say it now because every team out there knows it. You know, every team is trying to get the number one pick so they can get Zion Williams. And, um, you know, Coach K's got that experience, you know. He's just very, very good and has produced a lot of successful talent. So, you know, I think Duke has what it takes. A lot of years people say, oh, Duke's, you know, so-so. They're not going to win, you know. But this year I honestly think they have the best roster. And a healthy Zion is going to go a long way. And so I think, to be honest with you, they're going to win. And that's my choice. So uh, Duke gets the victory. And that is my bracket. So thank you um, for everybody tuning in and listening to this podcast, uh, the tournament uh, bracket, uh, NCAA college basketball episode. Um, Tune in next week where we talk more tournament, where we talk more about my bracket, more about how uh, the games actually went, because by the time next week's episode comes out, the first round will already be finished. So we'll talk about all those games, talk about how I did in my bracket, and everything else. So, um, you know, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for tuning in. There we go. And enjoy the rest of your day.